chip talk. I had a wonderful student ask me to speak about foraging. Um, and I think that's exactly what I'll do right now. We'll talk about foraging. So we will entitle this one foraging. And um, this is going to be around the idea of edible and useful plants. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> one of the most powerful things that happened for our ancestors was foraging. If you think about it, and, and again, this is a great way to be empathic. Think about what it's taken for a minute. Where do we get all of our food? We buy it at the store. We buy it on Amazon.com and get it in the mail now. Um, we go to restaurants. And very few of us actually raise our own food or have a relationship with animals that, that are raised for food, that we kill for food. Or very few of us hunt, and it's not appropriate to hunt much anymore, um, certainly not for food because of the situation of how many people there are and uh, what's happening with animals on the planet, right? I'm not saying hunting's not okay, but it's not a practical way to feed ourselves and our families. So we, if we go back to our ancestors' time, there was no grocery store. Think about this. Be empathic. There was no grocery store. Every one of our ancestors woke up in the morning and w wondered where their next meal was going to come from. They had no refrigeration. You just think about that for a minute. We didn't really have refrigeration until the early 1900s in America. So we couldn't have food. I've got a freezer right out that window to my left there, here. It's full of food. I can live for months on what's in that. Um, so... Our ancestors had to go out and find wild edible plants and useful plants and harvest them. And that is when I think of foraging, I think of that. So how do we bring that incredible skill um, that is in us from our ancestors to this modern day and age? Well, first of all, we don't have to forage, most of us, because we go to the store. But... Um, it is an incredible way to, to bring you close in a personal way to nature. Earth is life. Earth gives us food. It's great to say it. We can even know it intellectually. But think about it on a full body knowing level. When you go out and you pick plants to eat and you eat them right there in the woods, right there in the meadows, or bring them back and cook them, that is a deeply personal experience you're having with our planet. Our Earth is providing you with food, and you are listening to her and going out and harvesting it. And if you harvest in a way that's respectful, like you never, for an example, if you're harvesting, say, an herb or a medicinal plant, and you come to a bush full of, say, flowers that you're going to pick or leaves, you never approach that plant um, and just jump on it and <coughs> take all the leaves and leave it so it can die. That's not good harvesting. <laughs> you can do it that way, but that is the kind of behavior that's gotten us to where we are now 
with our environmental crisis. What you want to do is you want to come up to a plant and you want to it, take, in, take it in for a minute. Use your senses. Breathe it in. Smell it in. Look at it visually, the beauty of it. And while you're doing that, have a feeling of goodness for it. Thankfulness. Respect. This is instantaneous almost. You just have this feeling. But it opens the door for more. Okay? The personal relationship with the plant. And then ask the plant. Not from a point of weakness, like you're begging it. If you can pick its leaves and eat it. But it's, it's a thing of respect more. It's, it's about saying, I don't own you. So I'm going to ask you if I can use you. And of course, if you do it in a good way, <coughs> I, have, I have found, <coughs> excuse me, I have found through foraging, almost never will a plant say no. I've had trees say no that didn't want to be cut. That's another subject. But what a plant needs to live, they need to have a certain amount of leaves to catch the sun, to make photosynthesis. They need a certain amount of water to grow. So when you finally get that feeling inside of, yes, go ahead and pick my leaves. Don't just jerk the leaves off. Pick them in a, in a way that's respectful, that feels right. And leave enough plants, plant material on the plant so that it can continue to live. Don't denude it. Don't take everything. And go on to the next plant and take a little. And the next plant and the next plant. And if you're picking for medicine, you'll have this good energy around the picking, which will make it more healing for whatever you're trying to do. And if you're picking for food, you're putting it in your body, right? If you come up to a plant and you just rip it apart, take all the food, take all the leaves from it, and then cook them, put them in your body, then that's a negativeness that was stored in the leaves from the fear and the craziness the plant had to go through that you're taking into your body. You do it in a good way, then not only are you getting food to nurture you, but it's actually healing, helping you to grow. And none of that's difficult to do. That's the thing. But we humans often approach things that from a way of that, even though we don't always say it, we always kind of have this feeling like we're better than something. I don't truly don't think I'm better than any plant I'm foraging from. They're living their life. I'm living mine. We're sharing the earth together. We're in a community. We all work together. I don't think of better than then, or that, I don't, that doesn't enter my mind. That way, my communication is always open because I don't create separation. Um, you can take foraging classes through us in the summers. Many communities have local plant uh, groups, uh, plant clubs that do foraging. You can get really, there's incredible books out there right now um, for foraging. <clears throat> One of the things that keeps people from foraging is a fear of being poisoned. Very few plants are poisonous. Very few. You do have to be smart about it. Like mushrooms. There are some highly deadly mushrooms. Mushrooms are incredibly fun to forage. Those you should learn from an expert. Because there will be no looking back if you eat 
a bad mushroom. It will, it will be bad. It'll be a bad day. There's a few poisonous plants. They're not hard to learn. And after that, hey, you know, sky's the limit. Um, but foraging is one of those things that it's truly a, something that we're doing with the earth in conjunction with the earth. It, we're building the relationship. And so I highly recommend it. And, you know, another great aspect of foraging, it's so fun. We, we love to explore. It's a natural human need. We love to see beauty. So as you walk through the woods looking for plants to eat, you're seeing the beauty of the plants. You're seeing the makeup of the forest. Your heart is open. You get excitement when you see a, a bunch of flowers you can eat or a bunch of leaves you can eat or some roots you can plant, you can pull up and cook the roots. That's building the relationship. So, so that's a, a really good way to have a relationship with the earth, to have a lot of fun. You can bring community into it. You can make meals for each other, cook for each other, have feasts. Probably one of the easiest things is making salads and stuff like that. There's so many greens you can get at certain times of the year, like the spring. Um, berries, fruits from trees, nuts from trees. Such incredible. You can climb the tree to get them. You're having a relationship with the tree. Sometimes you're eating fruits or nuts from a tree, and you can see where there was a bear there, or there was a raccoon there, or there was a squirrel there, and you're doing just what they're doing. <coughs> That's incredible. It's all at the end of the day. If you're open to it, you'll know that in your foraging, you're an earth caretaker. You're an earth person. You're living directly from our earth. And that's just a wonderful thing to be, to know, to have as a part of you. So get out and forage. If you're not sure about the plants, ask someone who knows to take you for a foraging walk or join a local plant club or go to a walk or go to the local muse nature museum and ask about it. Get some books out and take some baby steps. Uh, some of the most, some of the best plants possible to eat are the ones we call weeds. Weeds. They're plants we don't want growing in our garden are some of the best of all for foraging, like dandelions and things like that. So look at those weeds you pull up and see if maybe you can eat them. A uh, couple of things to be careful of, um, besides poisonous plants, is you want to be sure you're not picking plants where someone has sprayed uh, something like Roundup to kill plants or other poisons. Unfortunately, um, that happens a lot. It's one of the great problems we have today uh, that we have to solve. Um, so be careful with that. Um, but other than that, learn the basic poisonous plants. And there you go. Get out there and forage. Oh.